What is going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Coast to Coast Podcast. Today, we are with Chase, Carson, Jose. They can't be here today. They got some stuff to doing for midterms, but apparently Chase got his own midterm tomorrow. But yeah, here with me, Chase, how are we doing today? Good, good. How are you? Doing just well. And when it comes to NFL draft, uh, I'll be honest, I know Jose and Carson don't know a lot about it. It's something that I always get interested in. I always like thinking, oh, like, can I predict who this guy is going to be the next, like, whatever, so on and so forth. I also love me some NBA drafts. So I'm getting confused because I just got 2K22 and I've been playing with that on some people. And I'm like, oh, shoot, like, I forgot that stuff's coming up. But uh, love analyzing, guys. Hey, I'll shout out Scotty Barnes was my pick from last NBA draft to show out. So let's see who be my pick. Uh, in this upcoming NFL draft to show out. But uh, speaking of guys that have been showing out, uh, we're starting off with our favorite prospects. Uh, we had a post about it earlier on Instagram. If you aren't following Instagram, go down below in the comment set. I mean, the description. But we're going to start with you, Chase, guesting the show. Uh, we got some similar guys on our list, but um, who are your favorite prospects? Uh, and if you want to give like a brief explanation why you like these guys. Yeah, so first off, um, I have Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame. Um, he's by far the best player in this draft i'd i'd say um just position wise you know you know guys really don't look for like safeties as like a lock like lockdown position they need to get down but he is so good um yeah i i i think i said i was talking to my friend and i don't think there's ever been a safety prospect like this since i I couldn't remember. Like, I don't know. Uh, Do you, can uh, you like think of one like that? I mean, you think the highest drafted safety in recent memory is probably Jamal Adams, but like, yeah. And like, I think like even good prospect Derwin James, he wasn't even the first safety off the board. If I, if I, if I'm correct on that, I think he fell 17 of the chargers. So yeah. someone went higher than him, but no, yeah, he's, he's definitely, I think unless you're considering Isaiah Simmons, a safety, I think Isaiah Simmons more of a, like a, a box linebacker yeah. like hybrid. Like it's probably the best. He's probably the best one we've seen yeah. uh, in the last. He's he's like Kyle Pitts. I think he's the Kyle yeah. Pitts of this draft, and then he's going to be a generational person. That's and a great, great. great everyone needs comparison. to shut up about the whole Kyle Pitts had one or two touch. did two touchdowns. One was in London, and one was in the Pro Bowl. Like, who cares? He, he look at the quick. team he was on, bro. Exactly. Like, he wasn't dealing with a lot of uh, good stuff out there. Yeah. But, but continue. You love Hamilton. But I love him. It just his size, speed, strength, just the way he reads the game, everything. Um, and then next I have Kenny Pickett. Um, I, 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 I think he's the best quarterback out of this draft. Um, probably highest ceiling um, out of any of the quarterbacks. Uh, he's, you know, he's really touted on his uh, – athletic ability but he can also sling the ball too so i really like him i hope the steelers can get him even though they're not even close to drafting high enough but uh next i have tyler linderbaum um i know you really like him too oh yeah uh, yeah he's the, he's every clip i've seen of him is like insane like he just finishes all his blocks like leaves guys just pancaked on the ground uh, super strong very athletic too like i think he he wrestled at iowa right i believe so i believe he, seeing i saw i saw that. a clip that he he wrestled um tristan werfs oh yes in, yes, in yes. like high school or something yeah. like that and honestly tristan Wirfs is one of the best um right tackles in the nfl so yeah 
Yeah. Good yeah. And next, you. yeah. Next I have a uh, Nicobe Dean, the linebacker out of Georgia. Um, just from the games I've seen of him, he flies around the field. And when he sees a hole, he goes for it, whether or not that's, you know, where the running back is going, but I love him. Uh, he also, his blitzing, like his pressure on the quarterback, his, his ability to get to the quarterback is very underrated, I'd say. And then next I have Kenneth Walker, the third, um, probably should have gotten Heisman. Honestly, I don't know. He, he beat should've, up on my Miami boys, so. Should have at least been nominated. I mean, yeah, but he's uh, probably the best running back um, coming out of Strass, and I really like him. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you – who do you like? Yeah, so we'll just go through it really quickly. We talked about Hamilton. There's really no need more to talk about him. He's 6'4", 220. He's huge, rangy. I remember, like, I forgot the first game of the season who they played. Was it – it wasn't Clemson. It was – I don't know who it was, but I remember one of the games I watched him. I was like, holy hell, this guy's crazy. I think he had two picks in the first game of the season that he played. I, I think you're looking it up right now. But yeah. Uh, two, and then I think he went down with injury, which is why, like, his stats didn't look crazy this year. But holy hell, like, we already knew he was going to be a top prospect going in uh, to this year. And then goes out, has great performances in the games he plays. You know, an injury, sure, it will hold him back. But, I mean, you can't look at just one injury and think that, it's going to be really guys. They played Florida state. Yes. Florida state in overtime. That was that overtime game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was nasty game for him, but we're going to continue through Uh, Hutchinson. I think he's got both up potential to be honest with you. Huge, you know, big frame. uh, And, you know, has, you know, he's not, you don't have to worry about his size. He's going to, God's going to be able to beat dudes off the edge. He did it in a big comp in the power five conference. So I'm confident in his abilities. And uh, was more available than a guy like Thibodeau was this year. Uh, again, I had Pickett like yourself. And then uh, Ahmad Gardner, Sauce Gardner, a uh, guy that his main critique has been. The, he's got two main critiques. His frame isn't really a big guy. But, hey, you said that about Devontae Smith. And he went up there and had a solid rookie season, despite having not the greatest passing quarterback uh, in the league, probably a bottom half of the league passing quarterback with Jalen Hurts. But Ahmad Gardner, I think, never allowed a touchdown in his entire collegiate career. And, you know, you said, oh, he only did that and, like, can't do that against Power 5 teams. You saw what he did to Jameson Williams in the playoffs. Jameson Williams was held uh, to virtually not, nothing at all. And uh, to be able to see that from a guy like Ahmad Gardner, uh, they, they have a nasty duo back there, him and Kobe Bryant, both going out for the draft this year. Um, and then we got Linderbaum. Obviously, we touched on uh, a guy that I think could be uh, an instant day one starter, wherever he lands, uh, should be going to the top uh, at least 12 of the draft. And then my personal favorite player in this draft is wide receiver from Arkansas, Traylon Burks. This guy screams potential off the board. He's like Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown. Like, I remember watching him go against Bama, and this man caused havoc against them, just burning that secondary. You know, He was hurt that game, too. Mm -hmm. And you got five stars all over the field. But, no, yeah, I'm really, really think he's going to be a great – I think he was a wide receiver one on my board. I know people are looking at Garrett Wilson, uh, Chris Olave, uh, Drake London. Uh, but, yeah, do you have anything you wanted to add on uh, Burks? I know you didn't have him on your list, but I think you're fine. Uh, well. I like his frame. He's he's big. He's a big wide receiver, but he doesn't play like that. He plays super, you know, he uses his body well. I'll, I'll just, like, he knows, like, when to get physical and when to get skinny and get on those go routes. So, yeah, I really like him, too. I just didn't put him in my list. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So 
Uh, moving on to the next part of our list, uh, we have some guys that we think have, you know, high, high, high potential. Maybe some guys that, you know, don't have the greatest floors, but uh, their ceilings through the roof. And uh, Jose, I mean, sorry, Jose, Chase. <laughs> I always pass it off to Jose, but no, Chase. Uh, you have a guy on the top of your list who's on my list as well, but I know we're both kind of skeptical about this guy, and he had a really impressive senior um, – what's it called? Senior bowl, and that's the quarterback from Liberty, Malik Lewis, who I see – Willis, I've seen people put him up at number two overall yeah. to the Lions in some recent mock drafts. Uh, I want to hear your opinion on – but Aussie, Willis, a guy that could literally be the next Kyler Murray, which – it's a cliche thing for a small, fast quarterback, but what do you have to say? Yeah, yeah he he has definitely the lowest ceiling out of the quarterbacks this year. No, yeah, lowest, no, lowest floor, sorry. Out of all the quarterbacks this year, he's very unpolished, uh, you know, very unpolished from what you like to see for a, an NFL quarterback. But, you know, he has the intangibles. He has the size, the speed, his athleticism, and then some of the throws he makes on the run, too, are – like mind-blowingly amazing um but he definitely needs to work on if he can get like i'd say he's comparable to like lamar jackson where like but he's not definitely not as good as lamar jackson right now oh, yeah <laughs> but like you know how everyone was like oh he can't throw put him at running back blah 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 like mm-hmm. all of that like i feel like you know the nfl is going towards you know you need athletes all on the field so you need one at quarterback to get you out of those situations. And I feel like teams are, are really starting to like Malik Willis. Um, I've seen him like shooting up draft boards, which I could see, you know, I, he has the intangibles, but just needs a lot of work, I think. Um, and then I have John Mechie, the third, uh, the him. reason I have, I, I really love him out of, out of, out of, out of <laughs> can't speak out of Alabama. But uh, he was kind of overshadowed by Jamison Williams, I'd say, this year a little. Um, I mean, you have to look at the receivers this guy has had in front of him, like Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle. Uh, who did I just Jared say? Jamison, Jared Judy, Jamison Williams. Like Rugs. Rugs. This guy has had NFL, like, first-rounders in front of him, and he has continued to perform each year. I still think he has a lot more, like he has very high upside in terms of that. Cause he knows how he's not going to be a wide receiver one, like day one, but he can work his way up there. I think he has all, you know, his speed is insane and catching ability too. So I think he's very underrated in my book. Oh, hundred percent. Went for a thousand yard. I mean, 1100 yards and eight touchdowns this year playing behind, yeah. uh, like you said, a guy that looked like he was going up for a Belinda comp uh, before yeah. uh, Pitt's wide receiver took it away. Yeah. And then I have Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, he's, you know, him and Hutchinson are in, are interchangeable, but I think Thibodeau has a lot more um, athletic ability wise. Like he just, he seems a little faster. Whereas like uh, Hutchinson is more like a brute type of thing, mm-hmm. but also has a lot of athletic ability. But I, I just think Kayvon Thibodeau that he could work on, work on his pass rush, pass rushing moves a little more. He could be unstoppable. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. And then I also have Brees Hall, the running back out of Iowa. Uh, I really like him. I feel like, you know, bec- or Iowa State, sorry, because he was on Iowa State, you know, <laughs> not, he didn't get really like that many 
touches uh but yeah. not touches but like just not many looks but from what i've seen he's very very good so yeah it hurts when uh, his head coach is the main star of that team because everyone thinks matt campbell's gonna go to michigan or <laughs> he's gonna go to some big school they always think yeah. he's always the top guy on those lists like mm-hmm. usc and all that stuff before those jobs got filled up this summer yeah. but um no yeah i definitely gotta agree with you on those um lastly you mentioned malik willis a guy that I still was not really confident in some of the tape I've watched him just makes a lot of errant throws. Sure. He makes some great ones. Of course. Why wouldn't he would be, he wouldn't be a prospect if he was making all bad throws and no good throws, but the thought, the size concern does worry me because it's been coming up a lot recently with Kyler. And I think Kyler is just a special talent. You know, you can't, it's hard to compare him to Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson. I mean, Russell Wilson dot was good in a power five conference at Wisconsin and NC state. Uh, Willis is struggling against non-Power 5 competition. And then when he goes against Ole Miss, he was terrible. I remember towards the end of the season, I kept checking his stats. It would be like, oh, three interceptions or something along the lines of that. Obviously, the situation around him isn't the greatest, so you can't blame everything on him. But at the same time, uh, he I believe he regressed from last season. And I always look at the guy like, hey, I was trying to think, like, what are some good quarterbacks in the league that had, like, a bad season in their returning season? And I can't really think of many. Yeah. You know, you think of Joe Burrow co- comes back for another year at LSU, gets himself a Heisman, becomes the first overall pick. Yeah. You know, Justin Herbert still had a fantastic year, ends it with a Rose Bowl. And then, hey, Jordan Love from Utah State loses a lot of guys to the NFL, but, hey, came back for another year, was terrible, went still in the first round, yeah. and he's still sitting behind Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, yeah, he's not going to take over the spot from Aaron Rodgers, yeah. but if he, if he was so talented – I feel like the Packers would have traded him by now uh, to be able to get more pieces around him. Or you wouldn't be hearing all this like diss about uh, Jordan Love coming out of camp and wasn't really fantastic against the game uh, of the Chiefs uh, during the midseason. But before I digress, got to talk about uh, another quarterback that I love from this class, and it's Nevada's Carson Strong. Uh, doing some research into him. I'm always kind of concerned, like, what was the reason why people don't like this guy? I believe he threw for 50 touchdown passes. Uh, let me just verify that real quick in his uh, last year there. At, oh, hold up. So I want to pull up for me. Yeah, threw for 30, sorry, 36 touchdown passes, eight interceptions on a 69.6% completion percentage in his, uh, his junior year at uh, Nevada, then 70% in his sophomore year. Uh, he's a solid quarterback prospect. You know, the, pe- the people are saying that you know, he's got injury concern, red flag. He's not going to be extremely mobile. But if you can make big throws like that, like if you took away Josh Allen's running ability and you still had his ability in his arm, he's still a fantastic quarterback. And not, mobility doesn't have to always be the thing that's going to, like, make you succeed. Matt Ryan's a guy that's still succeeding in the NFL today, and he's, you know, extremely immobile. And, I mean, honestly, Tom Brady. But, like, that's just an ex- extreme outlier. But, like, he's, he's a guy you don't have to have speed to succeed. If you have a team that can build around you, that, you know, protect you in the pocket, uh, he's going to be a fantastic player. And, you know, he's got a big arm, strong, it goes in the name, and he's accurate. And how much better can you get than yeah. that? Uh, I think a team's going to get a really good steal if they can snag uh, strong, who probably isn't going to be a day one pick. He's probably going to fall uh, day two. And uh, some team might get a guy that can potentially turn into uh, a all-star i mean not all-star yeah. uh, a long time starter for them um, yeah, he reminds me of sorry to cut you off he reminds me of uh davis mills yes coming out of stanford yeah. like 
I remember you not, not the flashiest, me. not the flashiest, not like, you know, just a good, like solid co- college quarterback. Yeah. He, used to, he could do it in the NFL. Like, yeah. I remember you told me you and your dad were really fond of Davis Mills last year. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I can see. I've like been hearing a lot of chatter about him. This guy like has been injured for a while, but like was like a highly touted prospect going to Stanford and they produce good quarterback talent. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously Andrew Luck, what uh, John Elway, but like it's more than just that. Some guys have been some solid players in the league. And it looks like Davis Mills right now is on his way to the best quarterback in that class uh, with talents that we thought were generational with Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. But um, moving on to a guy that was seen as a generational talent, part of the infamous LSU championship team is Derek Stingley Jr., who uh, all American in his uh, true freshman year at LSU, but the last two years, his uh, medical history has been, you know, up in the air in question. But, you know, when you see him on the field, he's a guy that's, um, you know, it looked like he was sort of a show of himself these last two seasons at LSU. But there's no denying the fact that we saw elite, elite production out of Guy and Stingley that, you know, was getting mocked really early on as like number three overall and all that stuff along that. And he's slowly, slowly been falling down the draft boards, which always concerns me when like these talented guys you see starting to fall down the draft board because either it's injury history or you know maybe they just don't believe in a guy like him but I think you put him in a system go to Atlanta you play alongside one of the new young talented cornerbacks and AJ Terrell you could have one of the best corner combos in the NFL if you can develop them rightly because Stingley you can't force him into a cornerback one role off the bat which I think is something that uh, over there in Tennessee they're trying to get Farley to do, which, you know, has been difficult. And uh, it doesn't help that they don't have the greatest secondary besides Byard yeah. out there. But Stingley, you know, elite, elite prospect after his freshman season at LSU. And, hey, all those guys have panned out so well. So who says this guy, uh, who probably was a better prospect than uh, Justin Jefferson and uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, probably was only second to Jamar Chase in terms of prospects on that team. Uh, why can't he pan out? And uh, you got to believe that LSU can send some dogs to the league. And um, my last guy, Drake London, uh, I was really fond of him at first until I kind of saw some stuff that he's just kind of a jump ball merchant. But at the end of the day, you know, he exhibits skills of Mike Evans, who one of the most underrated receivers in the NFL. As much as people hate on him, this guy puts up a thousand yards. Like it's guarantee in life, like death, death and taxes. So um, if he can get into a good system, you know, Hey, Maybe they don't want to pay Mike Williams out there in L.A. Go get Drake London to replace him. I think uh, London would have a fantastic role playing like a Mike Williams, which is literally his pro comp. Um, And, you know, if you get a good value for him, maybe he doesn't go, you know, the very top of the receiver list. I think he might fall a little bit towards the bottom of the uh, draft, kind of like where like Elijah Moore went. But, hey, I think Drake London could be a really good receiver if he's in a system with a guy like a big arm quarterback, like a Herbert like a Stafford Mahomes that can really utilize his skills. But uh, he reminds me a lot of a uh, chase Claypool. Yes. Yes. I, like, I can totally see that. Almost the same body. Like, yeah. and he's got, uh, and he's an athlete. He plays yeah. basketball at USC. So, you know, he's got the dual sport mentality that, you know, he's got a big vertical. He can go up there and get it mm-hmm. and for a big guy. I believe six, three or something long. I, I, the one I saw, four. he said it was six, five. Okay, maybe it was six five. I think I was undershooting it a little bit. It is, it is six five, two ten, uh, and it was well on his way to a Pac twelve offensive player of the year. Ended up even Valenticom season before he went down from injury this year. But 
Now we got to head into the guys that are some red flag prospects. And even if he was on our list to begin with in the uh, high upside, Chase tops the list with, he's on my list as well, but Malik Lewis. I mean, we just mentioned Willis. We just mentioned him. Do you want to just bash him like I did for a couple seconds? (laughs) I mean, I kind of already, I glanced over it, but just some of his decision-making just doesn't make any sense. Like throwing into triple coverage sometimes and trying to he to me he he plays hero ball a lot he tries to just like force things and it just sometimes it just doesn't work like I could see his mentality but it just doesn't it won't work in the pros but it yeah so he needs to get some I don't know training or whatever coaching to help him with that but yeah I I just don't that part, that side of the quarterback, which is arguably one of the most important in, traits in a quarterback, is decision making and timing and all that. Uh, I just he doesn't have it for me, so I would just stay clear of that. So, and then next I have it might be a shocker, but Jordan Davis, uh, the two defensive lineman, huh? He's a two down player. I know that's that's what you, if you're gonna draft someone who's only a two down player in the first round I don't I don't know that to me that's just insanity um you know he gets all these comps of like or not not comps but like all this praise about oh his athleticism his blah blah you know size his speed his strength I don't if you watch the Alabama game in the SEC championship he got dominated by the Alabama offensive line absolutely dominated like it almost seemed like he wasn't even on the field so i don't know i just i don't see all the hype with him that's just me but yeah i just don't see all the hype with him especially for a two down player oh my god bleacher report has him projected a 10th overall for and he's not even the most talented defender on his team which is no. which is the fact of the matter obviously dean's extremely talented I believe they're edge edge rusher, I think Walker or something like yeah. that. Uh, I know he's got some more upside than a guy like him, which like like this is what Bleacher Report says is his like negatives. Can get overly excited coming off the ball, get far too upfield at times, uh, like is a detrimental weakness, uh, needs to develop more of a dynamic pass rushing game than just bull rushing people. Like you think he's gonna be able to bull rush, like I don't know. You think he's gonna bull rush Creed Humphrey for some for example? Let's say people think he's gonna go to the uh, Chargers. No, he's not. He's not getting past that guy. Like they, they, they need to realize that there's an actual like huge lineman out there in the NFL that are, are just not going to be able to get bulldozed by this man. He's yeah. not Aaron Donald. And then nah. yeah, just didn't play as many snaps. It was a defensive lineman rotation out there, and uh, yeah, Davis wasn't out there enough. Yeah, I just I don't know if that's the same with you. Like I just don't see what all the hype is about him. Like oh no, I was going to put him on my list, but I just kind of forgot. Uh, yeah. I had a that's some other guys I wanted to mention, but yeah, you, another guy that you and I both have on our list. Yeah. Uh, this man's Baker Mayfield 2.0 with a yeah. game. Uh, it's Sam Howell. It's Sam Howell, dude. When I first saw him, um, like the first game I saw him play, I was like, "Does Baker Mayfield have like a brother or something?" He literally he looks exactly like Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Almost throws exactly like him too. Like their mechanics are very similar. And yeah, they just kind of play the same. Like 
he does have this, you know, people say he has an absolute cannon of an arm. I don't, I don't really see that either. So I don't know. He's just very mid to me. Oh yeah. yeah. He's getting dropped. Like people are mocking him as the number one quarterback. I just feel like that's way too much of a stretch for a guy that took 7% drop in completion percentage. The minute he loses all of his talent and he still had a really good wide receiver. But if you look at any of the tape, I think Josh Downs is his name. He literally makes all the plays for him. He's like yeah. Alvin Kamara out there, Drew Brees. He's just like <laughs> getting the extreme run after catch for him. Like all which, the, yeah, check downs and all that. Yeah. yeah. Sports, I tip in Sam Howell. The first thing that comes up is the Steelers require the 10th overall pick from the Jets to draft Sam Howell. I think oh you'd, my be, God. you'd be pretty upset, but I think Deontay Johnson can do work with any guy throwing yeah. the ball, but uh, need to get some production out of those other guys as well. Yeah. So. You mentioned Sam Howell. I have him on my list as well. And Sam Malik Lewis, Willis, no need to mention those guys. But another guy that just makes no sense to me because I heard his name come out out of nowhere. And this is AJ Epineza 2.0 from what I've been hearing. It's George Karloftis out of Purdue. Um, nothing that really, like, shocks me from any of his, like, tape or any of his, like, numbers. Nothing that really jumps off the board that makes me think this guy is going to be a good first-round talent. Because he's been mocking like extremely high uh, on PFF, they got him at the seventh overall position. You know, had a good uh, freshman year, eight sacks, but then like didn't really get that much more impressive. I mean, sure, he's got a good PFF grade, but Damian Harris was the number one PFF running back last year. Um, missed a big chunk of the season in 2020, and then came back with just five sacks uh, for 14 hits. Sure, he got more uh, hurries, but. Uh, not a good enough progression for me to really think that um, he's going to be a guy that's going to be even in the same conversation as guys like Hutchinson and Thibodeau when um, I don't even know if I'd put him above uh, David and Ojobo, Ojobe, whatever his name ah. is out of Michigan. Uh, the guy who ran, was rushing alongside uh, Aiden Hutchinson. But yeah. uh, we got some big boys in this class. We got some guys that can pound it on the line. And um, we, we have a pretty similar list. Uh, I'm surprised you actually have this guy at three because I, I remember you've told me you're really high on him. But uh, we got to talk about uh, the two. Aussie, our number one guys, Tyler Linderbaum. I mean, it's simple as that. He's going to be a plug-and-play guy like Creed Humphrey. You're going to be expecting him to be in a Pro Bowl off his first year. But E.K. Aquanu uh, and Evan Neal, uh, guys that we have flipped. I got Aquanu at one. I mean, at two. You got a Kwanu at three with Neil at two. Um, I want to hear your reasoning behind why you got that because I've seen some electric tape out of a Kwanu the way he can just run block uh, one of the best guys uh, in in this draft when it comes to run blocking. But um, I want to hear what you got to say because obviously yeah. Evan Neal is a very talented prospect nonetheless. I mean, I could have put either one at two and three. This is kind of like just two and two, like two A, two B. I don't know. Like you can take either one of these, but. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, I might have Ikki Kwanu over Evan Neal mm -hmm. just because the tape that I've seen of Ikki this dude is an absolute animal. Mm -hmm. He, I don't think there's one clip I, I haven't seen of him where his defender did not end up on the ground <laughs> or like flinging him 10 yards back. <laughs> like this dude, his uh power is insane strength and you know if he, you know there are some worries about like his speed like 
you know, with speed, with speedier rushers. But if, if, if that's a deal, just move him to guard and he'll be already exactly. like a top five guard in the league. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know about top five, but he'll be up there, up there. But yeah. And then Evan Neal, um, I really like Evan Neal. He's, you know, he has basically all the same traits as Ike Okwanu, uh, but he also did it in a better conference. Mm-hmm. You could say that, you know, but yeah, I mean, these two guys are interchangeable. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you know, it's hard because one of the corners' worst games came against one of the biggest ACC opponents, you know, one of the best ones in Miami. So, you know, it's, it's hard going against a team like that. It's so dominant. But, uh, but no, uh, Neil's more of a guy that's been consistent throughout, you know, his college career, you know, looking at the numbers, like like about one in like 1.6 sacks allowed per season while Quanu didn't have a great 2020, but came back in 2021 looking better than ever. And um, we're we'll to see. It's going to be like, I, I'm getting the feelings that it's like, Evan Neal is going to be Panay Sewell and Aquan is going to be Rashawn Slater. Like kind of like a, like one, a one B both these guys be extremely talented. Just kind of depends on what systems they end up in and how they get utilized because uh, both versatile guys, but I think Leonard bombs the consensus number one uh, when it comes to it, but he's not going to get drafted before any of these guys just due to positional need, but um, instant contributors. uh, Some of these guys just going to be coming up again and again. We both got Leonard Baum on this list. We both got Hamilton on this list. We both got Hutchinson. But um, a guy you like, Austin, we were talking about him, Nicobe Dean. Uh, Austin, going into whatever system he goes correctly in, yeah. you believe he can go out there and contribute instantly? I, I do. I think he his just overall – the biggest thing I've seen from him is just his speed. Like I, I said it before, but when this guy – see something he's there in a split second blows it up i i really like him so i think he could contribute to really any defense that needs a linebacker like yeah just or inside linebacker yeah yeah and uh yeah i have to say kenneth walker for another one of my immediate contributors i i want to see him go to the bills the bills just need a freaking running back i've been preaching it they go out there and get Zach Moss, and Zach Moss has just been kind of a dud for them. And they're like they're trying to make Matt Breida get in there. I don't really know. They're kind of confusing when it comes to that, but they really just need a solid running back. Or, I mean, there's a couple other teams on this list that I could see doing it. I mean, the Falcons, do they think Cordell Patterson's going to keep being the guy out there? We don't know. He might have just been a one-year wonder. I mean, extremely talented guy, but not the most, like, efficient runner, per se, more of a weapon. Um, I think there's, yeah, other teams, like, maybe – Maybe the Ravens in the bottom, the top of the uh, second round, maybe they look to try and get Walker if they don't think Dobbins is going to come back healthy, which I, I doubt something like that happens. But uh, maybe maybe the Eagles, they got a lot of first-round picks. Maybe they look to add a running back uh, to that committee due to the fact that they don't really have a number one guy out there. Um, trying to see what other teams. I re- maybe- I re- oh, now that you ahead. said the Bills, I really like the Bills because last year I know the Steelers took – Najee and then the and then it was it was Najee and then it was um Williams no it was it was Najee and then so the Steelers had the pick and then the Jaguars had the pick and then the Bills oh ETN yeah I I thought that uh the Bills were going to draft ETN if the Jaguars didn't stupid pick on the Jaguars yeah but Make your quarterback happy. I see that. Or like, 
hey, maybe the Dolphins are looking to add Kenneth Walker. Mm. Now you got a new head coach who comes from a tree where they love pounding the rock. And yeah. Miles Gaskin isn't really that guy. So we'll finally have a rusher maybe out there in uh, Miami since it's been a long time since they've had any guy crack a thousand yards. I think uh, Jay Ajayi was maybe the last guy that did that. Uh, might be wrong on that. Don't blow me. But um, yeah, so Kenneth Walker. But we got some questions now. Um, big draft day questions. Uh, one of the star receivers we've been talking about, Jamison Williams from Alabama, uh, went down with injury, uh, kind of a big injury towards the end of the season. I uh, wasn't able to play in the championship game, but um, a guy that I thought would have been a top 10 pick had it not been for this injury. So, you know, teams worry, tend to worry about that stuff a lot, rightfully so, because you can't have a player out there. It's hard to waste a pick on them. So how far do you think Jamison Williams is going to drop? Like, where do you see, like, his range in terms of, like, wide receivers? Like, mm, I think with his injury, he, he's obviously going to drop. I think it gave a platform for other receivers to maybe start getting more looks, at, you know, other than him. So I don't know. I think anywhere between like, I don't know, 15 to 23. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. If, I don't even know if he'll get to 23, but. I see him somewhere in there. Like it's just, it's just so hard because, you know, he only did it last month. So we don't like the draft is also a couple months away. So they have more, you know, time to assess his injury and how he's, you know, getting on, but I don't, I don't 15 to 23, I'd say. I don't, what yeah. do you think? Well, yeah. So I think, He's going to, I think Wilson will go ahead of him. Yeah. I think Drake London will go ahead of him. I think Olave will go ahead of him. I think Birch will go in front of him. So I think four guys go in front of him. So I think it also, I mean, it could depend what a team, if a team really needs some speed yeah. out there, are they going to go out there and get him? I mean, I don't see him going to like the Eagles. They got three first round picks. I don't think they're going to spend it on a guy like him when they kind of have some speed on that roster to begin with. Yeah. Um, it kind of comes to fit, but I, I could see him falling to the top of the second round. I think yeah, if he can yeah. steal, I think that might be one of the surprises. But um, I, I can see – I think more like 20 to like 34, I can see him. Yeah, I, I see that, yeah. 20 to 34, that's good. I would love to see him like in New Orleans, for example. If mm. we don't see a Michael Thomas coming back, I feel like yeah. that would be awesome. But I, I don't know if they – they're not a team that like would spend a first-round pick on a skill position. That's not really no. what I think out of the Saints. It's kind of like the Patriots – but um, moving on to uh, next question, I've been seeing it. I've been seeing it number two overall, the Lions wow. passing up yeah. on a guy like Thibodeau or even Hutchinson if he falls and taking Malik Willis. But they have a 30-second overall pick due to the Rams. Do they think they take a flyer on a quarterback at the end of the first round? I think they will. Um, yeah, you have to go either Hutchinson or – Thibodeau or even Hamilton if he's somehow available but yeah I think uh, it just depends on who's going to be there and who's who do they like so who we think and goes who who do we think Pickett probably Pickett I think Corral goes up there oh I know. okay I'm kind of iffy on him but I think he'll get drafted though Ritter I don't know. I, I know <laughs> I got Theo Ash is obsessed with him on, <laughs> on TikTok. He thinks he's going to be great. But, I mean, I don't know too much about Ritter to say much about that. But. I'm just 
I'm just thinking like. I think it's going to be like, uh, yeah, so Willis will definitely get drafted before pick 32, I think. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be like Carson, let's say like guys that would probably be there. So probably Carson Strong. Um, could see Sam Howell if he slips, but it's going to be, it's going to be, I think three guys will go before pick 32. It's going to be like Corral, Pickett, and Willis. So maybe Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter. Um, you just got to see if any of those guys, you really make an assessment as an organization if you guys really want to spend a, a first round pick on a guy like that. Because yeah, I, I think I love Pickett. I think he's going to be fantastic in the league. Um, I love Carson Strong, but I don't know if, Team's gonna to want to take a flyer on. It kind of depends on what they they like, but I think you know a big arm quarterback would be perfect for a guy amongst Ross St. Brown. If you get another wide receiver alongside of them, um, I think Desmond Ritter would be good because he'd be a good safe option for them. But I don't know if that's what they want. They might want a guy that's like, you know, extremely raw talented. And I think Carson Strong, you know, has the most raw talent out of. I mean. My favorite raw talent besides Malik Willis that could be available at that position. Probably cutting out real quick. Yeah, so we have a little technical difficulty there, but uh, just yeah, Carson Strong, maybe he could be the guy that could be there. But um, move on to the next question: uh, Is it worth it this year? Speaking of quarterbacks, to take one in the top 10, do you think there's a team in the top 10 that would take a quarterback? Yeah, I think quarterback is such a value position that I think for teams in need of one, you got to take a chance on at least one of these guys. But I think there's only one worthy of a top 10 pick. And that I, we can get it for, I don't know, if you want to do the other questions, but. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, we'll yeah, well, Kenny, Kenny Pickett would be my QB1. He would be mm -hmm. – for me, he's the only one worth taking in the top ten, just uh, based on what exactly. I see. We know he's mobile. We saw the way yeah. he faked out them slides on them boys. Uh, 42 touchdowns, seven interceptions. I mean, you know, again, one of his worst games came against you. You know, we had, we had to show out against him. You guys but, are just uh, giving people hell, bro. <laughs> we're giving the entire coaching staff nation to hell, bro. We got the infinity gauntlet out here. We got every recruiter in the nation. But, no, uh, I definitely have to agree Kenny Pickett. I could see Pickett going to the Broncos at nine. I mean, maybe Ritter, though, because Ritter's 6'4", and he's bigger. So, you got to fit the mold there because they're, like, big, tall guys. Or no, strong, no but – but no, I think I think Pickett could be good for them. They need a good quarterback to elevate Jerry Judy. And um, I don't know if the Panthers go quarterback. I think we'll dive into surprise pick of the thing of the draft. I don't see them going quarterback. I think they're doing some dumb shit. They yeah. either trade it or they're gonna like draft Charles Cross from Mississippi State. Like that's mm -hmm. what I think they might do. Um, yeah. What do you think the surprise of the draft's gonna be? Or is actually no? We're talking about Panthers. What do you think the Panthers are gonna do? I don't know. I they. What are they gonna do? What do they? Pick? What, do you th what should they do? Six. Hold or, on. Uh, seven. Let me see. They six, pick six. 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 What should they do? And what do you think they'll do? What they should do is get some O line help. Now, if Linderbaum is there, he will be. Get. He will be. You have to get him. 
Like for me, he's your center for the next decade. If would tie Quentin Nelson for the high for the like the most recently highest drafted in yeah. defensive lineman. But he would be yeah, he would be a centerpiece on that team. What they're probably gonna do is take because it, it also depends if they re-sign Gilmore, like Stefan Gilmore. Oh, uh, you think they, they could go with Horn? They could go like Stingley Sauce. or Sauce Gardner and have him and uh what was his what's the yeah? Oh uh, Don, uh Jackson. Oh no uh Henderson JC oh Hen- yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was what's his first CJ, name? CJ. CJ, yeah. First round pick from uh yeah. Yeah. I don't Watch. They're going to do some shit like draft George Karloftis. I'm going to punch this <laughs> they, they do some dumb shit to parody. They already have tons of pass rushers out there anyway. I could see some stupid stuff. Matt Rule's getting fired the second he does that. He's the next coach getting fired, by the way. He'll get fired midseason, yeah. I believe. But uh, uh, Wait, who, did I, the, who did the Panthers draft last year? Uh, they CJ got, Horn. JC Horn. Horn. Yeah. JC yeah. Horn. Yeah, maybe, maybe get uh, But I think they'll do it. They might get you know another cornerback to partner him for a young duo i don't know but they should go quarterback or offensive lineman i think yo pray pray to the gods for kyle hamilton pairing with jeremy chin that could be nasty i feel like that would be a nasty pairing get get the i think they should go they should go best prospect available they make a big board who are the top guys on their list? I don't care what position besides like special teams, but like, yeah, go get that guy. Yeah, because they, they can use help in every department except maybe running back. But then again, I don't know. I think they'll just do a boring pick. They'll draft like an offensive lineman that's like doesn't like excite us too much. Like, yeah, cross or they'll get like I'm not saying Devin Lloyd's bad, they'll draft like Lloyd or something. Yeah, and it was kind of like mm, meh, but um. Moving on to the next question. Oh, yeah. Wait, can we Where, go back? Sorry. Yeah, is it the first running back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're going to go to. Who do oh, you okay. the first running back's going to be? I don't know. Uh, I mean, who should be taken? Kenneth who Walker. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other, like? I Okay. I mean, I think it should be Walker. A guy that I've been seeing flying up some uh, attraction is Kyron Williams out of Notre Dame. I've been hearing mm-hmm. a lot of stuff about him. Uh, can go out there, re- receive a little bit, uh, good runner out there, not crazy eye popping numbers, but kind of five, nine. So obviously, you know, smaller running back, but, uh, it should be Walker most dominant guy this last year. Um, I mean, it's between Walker and Hall, it's whatever you want to decide on that. Um, it's kind of whatever fits whatever team, because I believe Walker's more of kind of a, a big body back back. It's going to like, pound the rock while Hall, uh, well, he's a bigger guy, but he's going to be more of a receiving role for you. So I feel like if the Bills are picking a running back in the late rounds, I mean, the late of the first, it should be Walker if they're the first guy picking. But otherwise, uh, yeah, I should, it should be Walker. I think it'll yeah. be Walker and Hall. They'll go next to each other because it'll be like a team thinking they'll take when either one's available. I've also seen uh, Isaiah Spiller, the yeah, running back at Texas just, A&M. Gonna mention I've that. seen him, you know, not flying up draft boards, but creeping up there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it it should be, yeah, like you said, um, 
Hey, I'm going to show some love to Brian Robinson. Walker. He's an Alabama running back. They always do well. So Brian Downhill he, Robinson. I think he'll be – he won't be a starter on a team, I don't think. But I think he could be a good addition to a roster. Yeah. I, and, I really like him. Yeah. Yeah. We already mentioned our QB1s. I think we both got Pickett. Um, then, hey, rookies, they always make the Pro Bowl. You know, uh, we just had, what, Kyle Pitts make the Pro Bowl, Jamar Chase. Uh, did Slater make it? I know Parsons made it, though. Um, so, yeah, usually about three to four guys every year from the rookie class make the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Who are, some, who are the three rookies you think will make the Pro Bowl next year? <sighs> hmm. I, Hamilton? Um, Hamilton? Let me see. If you, have, if you want to say something, go ahead. No, yeah, I, I got to pull my, mine up, my list right up, too. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll second you on Hamilton. Uh, I'll have to say that as well. I want to say there's going to be a rookie wide receiver in there because we've yeah, had a that's, good run. I just don't week. know who. I don't know. I think it all depends on fit, wherever they land. Because, mm-hmm. like, what? Let's say the Jets draft one at 10. I don't think the Jets are going to get a rookie that's going to get them into the, uh, what's it called, Pro Bowl. I mean, I'm gonna be biased and say like Traylon Burks is gonna make it, but that's just me being extremely narrow-minded. Let's Damn. go. Want to go, Olave? Uh, I'll, I'll go Wilson. Wilson. I'll play Daryl Wilson. I'll, play, I'll go Wilson, and then uh, I'll go Hutchinson. Hutch- yeah, go I Hutchinson. was gonna say Hutchinson as my third. I think Thibodeau's got a little bit more to develop, but he's going to show tons of flashes. But I think Hutchinson, even if you get him on Jacksonville, I think he's going to dominate out there. Good defensive-minded coach with Peterson. So we'll go Wilson. We'll go uh, Hamilton. We'll go Hutchinson. Some solid guys. There also has, like as a four, you got to have an offensive lineman in there. Mm -hmm. I don't know who, but probably – Linderbaum, maybe, or Evan Neal. I don't know. Who I do you think? It's easier to get a tackle because yeah. center, you're going to have Creed Humphrey. You're going to have Jason Kelsey that are going to get votes in there. That's AFC and NFC. So uh-huh. I just think he's going to be, he's going he's gonna to be good enough, but I don't know if he'll make it. I'd say, yeah. I'll say, I'll say Neal. I'll say Neal. Yeah. Neal's an offensive lineman that could make it. Just shot yeah. in the dark there. I don't think like, like any corners are going to make it. I think that's you never see corner rookie corners play fantastic. It's we'll have a better image of this after the draft. It's really hard to say that right now when you don't know where the guys are going to go. But um, part two to this, yeah, we, we're going to have we're going to revisit this when in April. I believe uh, April's once the draft happens. Uh, yeah. Biggest shock move you think a team makes? Um, I think. Uh, shoot. Let me look at the draft order. I'm, I'm thinking like someone, I don't know. This has to kind of do with free agency also. Mm-hmm. I think the Broncos trade a lot for Aaron Rodgers. And then, I don't know, the Packers take, I don't know. I'm just throwing out ideas. Hmm. What do you What do you think? Do you have any? 
Any thoughts? Uh, this is, I'm trying to make a narrative here and I'm trying to uh -huh. think what team I think can work in this situation. So I'm in the, between the Bucks, the Saints, or the Steelers trading up the yeah. number eight to pass up the Broncos to take a quarterback above them. Because I don't think any team above them is going to take a quarterback. I, they're going to ride a Daniel Jones in New York, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. uh, what's it called? The Panthers, who knows what they're going to do? They're going to, like, get another Teddy Bridgewater out there. Yeah. They're, do you think the then, Giants go quarterback? I think the, the Giants are going to go D-line, O-line. I think they're going to okay. build the trenches out there. Which, I mean, they don't need to deal with their skill positions. I think they have a talented group. They just don't know. They just have bad coaching. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you got to protect. You know, you got to get after the quarterback. They didn't. They don't do that too much. And uh, they got to protect uh, whoever's going to be the quarterback there long term, and let Saquon Barkley get more than two yards of rush. So, <laughs> I'll say. The Saints uncharacteristically trade up in the draft because I think the Steelers, we saw it before with Devin Bush in the last couple of years, they've traded up. I think the Saints trade up the number eight with divisional uh, opponent Falcons uh, to go draft Kenny Pickett. Mm. I like it. I like it. Mm -hmm. I will uh, I'll rest on that. Okay. Any um, other things you want? I don't to think up? I don't think the Steelers will move up just because the last time before we moved up for Devin Bush to get a linebacker or to get a first rounder was Troy Polamalu back in two thousand three or something ago? like that. Yeah. So I don't think the Steelers move. Um. Do you think you guys draft a quarterback in the first round? I'd like to say no. I don't know. I know there have been reports come out that Tomlin loves Malik Willis, and I'm kind of scared um, just because our O-line sucks. Mm -hmm. And if he's going to have any chance of being a really good quarterback, he needs an O-line to block for him. So I'm hoping we go – Offensive line guys the last couple of years with the Castro, Villanueva, uh, all yeah. of them kind of falling off. But you hoping yeah. you go offensive line? Is that I, we have to go offensive line? Like we didn't last year. We have to now. This is the time to get boost bolster up our offensive line. So I think we do that. Um, I like your I like your Saints to trade up. Now I'm looking at it because. Really Taysom like Hill's it. contract can be like nullified, and I think yeah. there's not much guarantee on Winston as well. Hey, Winston, back to the Bucks. Let's bring the thirty for thirty season back. I'll try to see it again. I like it, but I, like uh, it. I think what? I think the Steelers. I want to see them go after a guy, give him a chance, like Marcus Mariota. Mm. Like, that'd be fun to see. That'd be fun mm. to see because I like that. I mean, you don't, you have never had a mobile quarterback out there, so that'd be kind of yeah. fun to have. Like imagine you, you can do some option stuff with Najee Harris. That that'd be good. Yeah. But I, I want to see them like take a shot. Like Mitch Trubisky. Like I know that that's just like a joke of a one, but hey, he was under Brian Dable for a season. He's under Josh Allen, learned a lot. I am assume so. So 
I mean, sure, he made a Pro Bowl, but he's not terrible. He's better than any fucking option you guys have right now. No, I texted you about that. I was like, do you remember? I was like, what do yeah, you think yeah. about? I just I I now. thought of it. I was like, what about Mitch Trubisky? I, I think he could, he could help. I think he's better than, yeah, any quarterback we have right now. Like, let's take so. a look at some guys that would, like, be available potentially this offseason. So, Andy Dalton, hell no. Um, Tyrod Taylor, if you get Tyrod Taylor, you got to draft a rookie quarterback. You get instant cheat going. <laughs> you, got, you guys are getting the next Hall of Fame quarterback out there. Um, Mike White, bring the GOAT back. I mean, that back, but bring him in. <laughs> I, like, I like Mariota, though. I like Mariota and Trubisky. Those are some guys I feel like young, but Mariota is 28. Trubisky's mm-hmm. 27. I feel like that'd be good timeline for the team and yeah. got some experience under their belts. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like we do not need to see Dwayne Haskins playing quarterback for you guys. No. That's just going to be about like, football. What about like a Drew Locke? Nah, I don't believe in Drew Locke. I don't know. He's a very talented arm pound, but uh, I'm trying to think of other teams that have like, guys behind it, it, it'd be sick if y'all just threw a bag for deshaun watson but i don't think you got that's what i'm bag. thinking yeah i, I don't but know we're not we're not yeah. the steelers aren't into like big free agent signings like mm-hmm. they historically built through the draft we so. need that this offseason i want to see a scene like that's like a quarterback away like the browns go out there i mean i also you don't want to see the browns do that but <laughs> i want to see a team like that throw a bag out there for them or the Vikings throw a bag out for them and finally, like, take over your division. Or, like, the Panthers, like, if they had a quarterback like Deshaun Watson, imagine how good they'd be. Like, trade CMC. I don't care mm-hmm. anymore. He's he's a negative asset at this point. He's played, like, I think he's played, like, less than 10 games since 2020 or something like that. I wouldn't be surprised. He's not been available. But, yeah. Uh, we need to see a big blockbuster trade. What would that be for Russell Wilson? Whether that be for Aaron Rodgers, for Watson? Otherwise, it's going to be a boring offseason in my opinion. We don't. Where do you think? Team. Do you think the Steelers could go in for Jimmy G? He'd be good for y'all, but like, wouldn't be exciting. It'd just be like having like Ben Roethlisberger over again. Yeah, but. I could see it though. I think it, I mean yeah. he's supposed to be being traded within the next like three weeks. So mm-hmm. allegedly you're supposed to see him on a new team. So hopefully my boy Trey Lance can ball out. But oh, what other teams could you see? see like Derek Carr would be so nice, but I feel like you have to throw a bag at the Raiders. Yeah. And the Raiders should move on from him, in my opinion. But if they can get Devontae Adams in free agency, that man's not gonna leave. So I re- I really like your the Trubitsky and Mariota one. I feel like you guys are, it's not going to cost you a lot of money. You know how you're, you're going to be weighed down to these guys, especially if, you know, you drafted a quarterback. Let's say you trade up top 10 and then you draft a quarterback. He doesn't do well. And then, you know, you have to have him on your roster and then you just trade him away for like a negative ask, like a third mm-hmm. round pick. And then you lose value on there when you can sign a guy like a Trubitsky, like a Mariota, that's, you know, give him on a one year, two year prove a deal, like an option deal and see what you can do with them. Yeah, I like it. Because mobile, big body guys, you know, saw some success at some points in their career, whether it be Mariota, 
you know, obviously an Oregon Heisman star, even had some success a little bit in the NFL. Won a, I think won a playoff game. And then um, Trubisky, you know, sure. We know that he's not the greatest, but hey, Justin yeah. Fields looked terrible under the same coaching staff, the same situation. And I think Justin Fields is a much better prospect. So you just got to give a guy a chance. Yeah. I think Trubisky is definitely, I don't know if he's matured, like, or he's, he's definitely learned a lot under Dable and Josh Allen and Buffalo. So How many I think MVPs he's, do you have? <laughs> exactly. Hey, you- not counting this year, but he's the only, and he's the sec- first and MVP second, right? I know Jamar Chase won like the, the overall MVP or mm. won two MVPs, whatever. Yeah. Those broadcasts are weird, but hey, <laughs> nonetheless, my man won one. So, yeah. Oh, I have one. I know it's not in our questions, but go ahead. What do you think the Washington Commanders do Ooh, at 11? I've seen Matt Corral there a hundred million times, and I think they should. I don't think Heineke's the guy. He's just kind of a meme at this point. I think yeah. he could be a solid backup quarterback. Fitzpatrick's got to go. I think they got to take a quarterback. I think they got to take best one available. I think Ritter would be good for them, honestly. I think mm-hmm. Ritter's a mature guy. I feel like he'd fit the mold there well. Uh, big quarterback, you know, seems to work well out there. I feel like I feel like Ritter would work well. Uh, kind of a weird situation. I don't like I said, Corral's been there, but um, man, I hope they don't take like Sam Howell. I'd be kind of pissed about that. <laughs> but uh, no, I think I'll say Desmond Ritter. I think that they need to take quarterback because I think yeah. their wide receiver position. They have McLaurin and some other guys from Promise. Their offensive line's kind of shaping up. They have some guys out there. Honestly, their defense, extremely talented. They shouldn't have to draft too much defense this draft. Should be mm-hmm. a lot of skill positions, but i say they go quarterback. How about you? Yeah, they have. I, I think they have to. I think the only position you could, like, they could go like N'Kobe Dean if he follows that. Because their linebacking core is the worst of their defensive groups. Yeah. But i say quarterback or best position to build. Yeah. Because besides edge, you don't take edge. But That's like lean more edge. on quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. go for some defensive, like secondary, like safety guys later in the draft. But mm-hmm. yeah. Any other questions, thoughts, thing you want to mention? No, not, not that I can Actually, think of. Who's a guy oh. you think that's going to like surprise? Oh, that's really going to like, like if you've got a random name, just look at some dudes or like some names oh. that you've been hearing that might just like kind of come out of nowhere and be like um, super good. Oh, where is he? I've heard Sky Moore out of uh, Western Michigan's uh, a guy to look at. The offensive tackle? No. You're thinking of the – I know which guy you're thinking of. You're thinking of uh, the West, the Central Michigan tackle. Oh, yeah. Um. Give me DeMarvin Leal, top 10 projected uh, interior defensive lineman, top 10 pick going into this year. Had a little bit of down year, but I like the potential. Okay. I like – um. oh, where – I'm trying to find his name. Shoot, hold on. Give me a second. Oh, also Jeremy Rucker out of Ohio State. I've heard some good stuff about him, the tight end. It's not a really good tight end class, but mm-hmm. – uh, I like the 
Bernard Raymond. That's the guy I was talking about, Ascension Michigan, the offensive tackle. Mm-hmm. But I also like I'm trying to find it. Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. Ah, I see. Balled okay. out at the Senior Bowl. I don't know if you That's saw like, any. What's that dude from last year that balled out the Senior Bowl from like the court? Quinn like... Quinn Minerts. Yeah, from like yeah, a deep. Yeah. What was it like Wisconsin White? water or something like something that something weird like that I know yeah quim uh minert m-e-i oh yeah here we go here, here we go yeah Miners. he was uh uw whitewater yeah he plays for the yeah. um the broncos broncos i wanted the steelers to take him my yeah, dad really liked him y'all need some offensive line but Ozzy didn't address it too much but no yeah. i'll say uh who did I say? Oh, uh, DeMarvin Leal. I think he'll do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the tight end from Ohio State. Because not a, not a big name, Ohio. I mean, a tight end class. So, mm-hmm. I think we can see him put some work in there. I know Trey McBride from Colorado State's another name. Mm-hmm. In there a bunch, who, do, who do we think uh, way too early offensive and defensive for the years? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll take this. Actually, no. I'll go Hamilton for rook for defensive rookie of the year. I want to see a defensive like defensive back win this award. It's been a while. I think what Marshawn Lattimore is the last guy to win it. Uh, I think maybe for defensive backs yeah. and then uh, offensive. Yeah. Give me Brees Hall. Ooh. Good go off script. Hey. hey, all I gotta say is on the page I predicted that Javon Holland would be a dark horse defensive player of the year, and he was like third. I mean, defensive yeah. rookie, he was like third on that list behind like Sertan and Austin Parsons. Someone was beating Parsons, but nah, yeah. it was dark horse. Like yeah. I had Austin Eckler for offensive player of the year, which wasn't bad. And then like Dan Neil Hunter, who got injured again. So fuck yeah. that <laughs> um, for my you? defensive, I'm going to go Nicobe Dean. He's, he's my guy this year. All right. He's so my I think guy. Traylon Burks is my guy, and you got uh, Nicobe Dean. Offensive. Uh, I'm going to go oh, you got me with the running backs you got me thinking I'm going to go safe to go QB I know it is but it's a boring pick <laughs> it is a boring pick I'm going to go I guess I'll go Kenneth Walker yeah uh, okay we got to have a little difference there in the picks. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I like those. I like those. I want to see a running back win. It's been a minute since we saw Yeah, I do too. Some non-QB windows. Well, actually, no. Jamar Chase, I just won it. And Justin Jefferson, just really won it. So, we didn't see a running back win. This is what, Zeke? Might have been the last guy to win. But, hi. Well, I think that concludes uh, tonight's episode. Uh, we'll be publishing live on Thursday by the time you guys are watching this. So uh, can't wait to see some more draft stuff coming up. Obviously, I'll get more and more and more knowledgeable as this time comes around. It's going to be in Vegas this year. They're going to get the redemption. I know they have the whole, like, prospects supposed to, like, come in on a boat into, like, the floating yeah, set in the water. That's pretty sick. So hope we see some cool stuff come up. I'm yeah. waiting. We'll do, a, we'll do a post-combine one. I think that's the next one we'll do. We'll hop on here for a post-combine. I like it. I want to see who's got some blazing speed. I want to see mm. my boy Burks run, like, four three eight. That's what I'm hoping for. If he does that, that's top that's 10. That's going to be – oh, yeah. Top seven. But will Malik Willis one run, and then he's going to get told to go to wide receiver? 
<laughs> yeah. yeah how many how many journalists are gonna go on twitter after he runs his 40 and say moving to running back or moving to receiver he won't run one 100 yeah. one one but um or like linderbaum like runs like a like a four eight <laughs> could you imagine sick all right well time's only gonna tell we got our guys we think kyle hamilton potentially hall of famer already he already yeah. locked that in uh we got some guys uh, that we love nicobe dean um Traylon burks but hey we'll be back again in a couple weeks at this point after the combine talking some stuff some new risers who's going to be the guy that's going to come out there and be you know the rg3 of the combine who's going to be the combine warrior they always got those they don't always pan out but there's always combine yeah. warriors so without further ado this being coast coast podcast as always signing out peace